Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Hope you're having a great start to your Monday. I've got a lot of guests on today's show. First up, writer-director Christina Iliopoulos and lead actor Joe Cortez are here to join us. Good morning. Good morning. Great. I have you both. Perfect. I want to find out a little bit about this film. How did you decide to write this film, Christina? This film was inspired by my dad, and you can say after a fashion that it was kind of written and directed by my dad because my daddy Mm -hmm. had dementia. Right. And I think out of the emptiness and out of the the sadness, because he kind of knew in a way that he was slipping away, and and he did something extraordinarily creative. He created a new him. (laughs) He created a new Gus. Amazing. And... He took on the persona of a talk show host. And so one day, um, I was at Dad's house, and and I hear this applause, and I hear my dad chatting in Greek as if he's a host of a talk show. And he was saying things like, oh, yeah, now our next guest is coming up, and he's really wonderful. You're going to love him. And and in his mind, he he had become this, this talk show host. Amazing. And, and what was amazing to me is that he, he actually showed me that art was, a, this was his art. He, he kind of became like the auteur of his own life, you know, his new life, if yes. you will. Yes. And, and he, he showed me that you know, I, could, I could find some peace there. So he inspired this film. It's really incredible. Did he ever show... Any side like this when, when he didn't have dementia? Well, when you, and, and Joe can talk about this because, you know, Joe did some research about Greek diner owners, you know? Yeah. When you're a Greek diner owner, you're the con you're on. host. <laughs> right. Anytime you're, you know, you're a restaurateur, uh, you know, it's showtime, you know? Right. 5.30, early bird special, okay, it's showtime as they come in. You become the host of your restaurant, so it's kind of similar to uh, you know being the host of your own show in a lot of ways. So, uh, excuse me, let me interrupt for a second. What was it like for you to take on this role? Well, I, I, you know, it was a great challenge, one that I very much welcomed, and um, it was exciting and it was inspired, uh, and the fact that she entrusted me to play her father. You know, after we had met and we've had many discussions, um, and I did the research I did, it was it was uh, probably one of the most wonderful experiences I've had as an actor in almost forty years. That's unbelievable. Yeah, and it came as a complete surprise out of left field. I once got one day I got a call from my manager Valerie McCaffrey, and she said, "Joe," I go, "Yeah, Valerie." Because I have an offer for you for a lead in the movie. You're not going to like the offer, but you're <laughs> going to love the part. And I said, okay. okay. He said, I want you to read this, and I want you to get right back to me. I said, okay. So that's what I did. And uh, I coincidentally was going to my niece's wedding, which happened to be taking place in the next town from Asbury. So I said, I'd like to meet the director first. And then I met Christina, and... When she relayed the story to me, we just, first of all, we, we hit it off really well. 
Perfect. And then I was very touched by the story. It's really an incredible subject matter. I know I had a grandmother I was very close to, and she had dementia, but, I mean, she, I, she just slipped away. This is kind of an unusual thing. One out of four families are touched by this. Mm-hmm. I understand full well that my dad's journey is not, you know, it's not uncommon. Um, a friend of a friend of mine thought that his daddy had it, and he thought he was Arturo Toscanini. <laughs> you know, so there, there, there's there's something, their eccentricities emerge, this beautiful, you know, this, this, I think, and this is what Joe captures so incredibly in the performance, so incredibly. In real life, you know, this, this disease diminishes you. Right. It diminishes you physically. It, of course, diminishes you cognitively. And, and the way Joe went from the real world into the imagined world inside, inside the man's head mm-hmm. is absolutely, ex- absolutely extraordinary. The, you, you, Dad, Dad would do this, and everyone else, many people who I've met who have this disease, would find solace and comfort. They were powerful again, young again, sexy again, the center of attention again in their mind. <laughs> no, it's really incredible. I want to note that I have put all the information about the film up on my blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And in the film, <laughs> the television screen becomes a metaphor for a window into the mind, you were saying, and the past and the present, the real, the imagined, the rational mind, and the troubled mind. Starting That's right. fandom are co-mingled. I thought that was so amazing. Yeah, Joe, what would you say about that? <laughs> yeah, what's, what's amazing about the story is the way that it's told, uh, the way that Christina so brilliantly wrote, you know. Um, and here's the thing. You know, Yanni has dementia, so most of the time he's pretty happy because he's living in an imaginary world. Right. And then, there, then it, it, which was kind of what the challenge was in the characterization is the uh, to go from being in the real world to being in the imaginary world and making those you know adjustments really smoothly so most of the time he's happy because he doesn't know that he can't remember. He's he's in the imaginary world, so he's right. having a great old time. Yeah, I'd like to be like that someday. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we, wouldn't we all? Really, you know. When um, when I first met Joe and we were talking about the, uh, the direction, you know, like like what direction, and I I gave Joe two words. I said, Joe, this these are your these are the words that I think sum up the character. Joe, why don't you tell Janine what what I told you? Love. That's right. Mm-hmm. Life is about love and not much more, and I so, so believe in it. You know, I had a wonderful thing happen to me when we first screened this movie uh, at the Friars Club in New York, and it was a private screening, and my son Jack showed up, and after the screening, you know, he's 27, he had a little tear in his eye, he came over, he gave me a big hug, and he says, you know, Dad, you told me three things. I go, yeah, what's that, Jack? He said, you told me that life is about love. You told me to be passionate about whatever it is I did in life. And the third thing you told me was to never give up. That's great. 
So I, you know, that was so worth it, you know. And oh, yeah. and it's true. At the end of the at the end of the day, when you look at it and you flash back on your life, life is about love and not much more. Sure. Not about stuff. So yeah. that's the message to this mute, uh, movie, which is it's really beautiful, you know. Um, I had to see it a few times before it, because it was hard for me to be objective. Right. But I'm really touched by the response that it's really hit a chord that was many, one, many people. That was one of the things I was going to ask you, because what are some of the things? I know it, it's coming out. It's Well, it's being shown Saturday, June 3rd at 5 o'clock at the Chinese Sixth Theater. But what are some of the things people have said who have seen it? Well, Christina, why don't you... Uh, I'm sorry, Janina, you cut out for just a oh, moment. Okay. One more time. So the people that who have seen it, what have, what are some of the things that you've heard about what people Oh, my seen? goodness. Oh, my goodness. Um, people are surprised mm-hmm. that there's kind of so much humor in it. Um, this is an incredibly sad story, but Joe's performance is... There's, there's things that happen to this character. There's things that he says and things that he does that are eccentric and sweet and delightful, and, and he, he is, you know, appreciative of every little thing in the world, and, and there's this attitude, right? Yes. And you just smile. You smile when you see Joe, you know, on screen. Oh, yeah. So pe- people, people say to me, they go, I haven't laughed so much, I haven't cried so much at the same time. So I'm very proud of us that we were able to bring that out. You know, I think the other. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, the other thing I think is amazing is that um, people come out of the woodwork to say, "Oh my God, this has helped me. This, I feel, I feel I can talk to you about this. I have a grandmother. I have a father. I have a cousin. I mean, I can. uh, It almost makes it. We can actually talk about this with each other. We can kind of. I don't know, mourn together yes. in some ways. We yes. can celebrate together in some ways, you know. Dementia is a tough thing. I, re- I want to share a quick story with you. My grandmother, I could tell she was slipping away, but one time I went to go see her and I couldn't find her in her room and I was a little bit of a panic. And I run mm-hmm. down the hallway and it's a Sunday and I see this church service going on. Now we're Jewish. And I look in and I open the door and there she is in the front row eating candy. And I go up to her, I sit down, I said, what are you doing? She's like, I heard they had really good snacks. And, and, you know, I felt like I have to just savor these moments because I'm seeing a different side to her. And this is what it is now. This is Grandma 2.0. That's that's what we're trying to that's what we're trying to say. You you love them. uh, Learn to love them as they this is a place that they go to for comfort. Meet them there. Right. Meet them there. I, I would I would sit in the living room and I would applaud with dad. I would. I'd, I'd sit. I'd sit and applaud with Dad, or you know, um, and my family can tell. I mean, could could vouch for this through all the sadness with dementia, as you probably know. It's it's a short journey. Right. Alzheimer's is the long goodbye. Dementia. You know, we had Dad for about four years after his diagnosis. Wow. And in those four years, I don't think I don't think we laughed. We just laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed and laughed. He wanted to laugh. He wanted to be joyful. This is what Joe was telling us about, you know. Joe got that. Amazing. Joe understood that, yeah. That's the sense I got, you know, in in watching clips and and reading about your performance, Joe. I thought it was amazing. uh, Where can people find out more about the film? 
Um, they can go to the Dances with Films website because it is our world premiere in Los Angeles, June 3rd. Uh, they can learn more about at uh, tonightandeverynight.com. We have some information about some upcoming festivals. And uh, what else, Joe? What else can we tell these lovely people um, about? You know, you know what? This is really the very beginning of the journey. Like I said, we had one screening, so actually two kind of private screening, but Dances with Films is our premiere, world premiere screening. Um, and, of course, Tonight and Every Night website. And then hopefully people will be uh, listening to this show and many more to follow. Uh, but that, that's about it. Again, this is, like I say, this is, this is really, you're our first radio interview. Oh, really? Right? Oh, I'm so honored. Thank you. We yeah, are no, um, we're exploring. Um, Joe and I had such a fruitful and extraordinary collaboration. And the response to the, the project has been so incredible that Joe and I are, and our creative team, we are going forward with plans for a feature film. Fantastic. I was going to ask if there were plans, because it seems like there's incredible chemistry with the two of you. Yeah. Well, he's, 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 he's easy to work with. <laughs> and what's interesting about it is the, uh, I guess I can say this, I've read a portion, I guess, of the screenplay, and I've had long discussions with Christina. And, you know, it's a little bit different than the short, but it's it's a beautiful love story, basically between a man and a woman, uh, a husband and wife, and it's it's just very very touching. And again, you know, there, I've seen one or two films about one other film about this with uh, Alzheimer's, and it's really dark and sad. What's really unique about this and uh, pleases me so much is that it's it's sad, but it's funny too. Right. And, and Christina wrote those moments and directed this. And, uh, you know, people are, I, I have to tell you, I'm kind of overwhelmed by the response. I wasn't, I mean, I, I had no, ex I've been around too long to have expectations. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. But, uh, we, unfortunately, we have to wrap up, but give one more time throughout your website. Tonightandeverynight.com. Perfect. Thank you so much, both of you, for calling in. Thank you, Janine. Okay, thank you so much, Janine. Good luck with the film. Sounds amazing. Awesome. Bye-bye. Thanks. Bye-bye. Thanks. Okay, that wraps the first segment of uh, today's show. I'm Janine. This is Get the Funk Out. That was writer-director Christina Iliopoulos and lead actor Joe Cortez talking about tonight and every night. Uh, we'll take a little, little break. We're going to hear some music from Cindy Alexander, who's going to call in in just one moment. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.